Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the series as we continue on the dangers of overthinking. And we are now moving into part seven of this series. And if you've missed any of it, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the start. Each of them is only about seven to eight minutes long, so it wouldn't take you that long to catch up with us. And we've laid a lot of groundwork and given you some important factors on what overthinking does to us in our brains and our hearts and our minds and our and even in our, our bodies and how it affects us. So this is a really critical uh, point to it because this helps to amplify the why behind why we should quit, why we should work on it, why we should make this a serious um, decision to overcome in our lives. So let's, be, let's continue on the list of things that we are discussing right now that will help you to overcome overthinking. And so far we've covered um, understanding the root cause and being able to diagnose that, you know, uh, being able to make a decision to make a decision and uh, not sweating the small stuff. We've, now I want to talk about uh, movement or exercise. Now it may sound a little bit crazy, but actually moving your body or exercising, whether it's walking or stretching or any kind of physical activity, uh, is incredibly helpful in reducing cortisol and in helping you to feel that sense of release from the stress that it may be causing you. So if you are liable uh, to overthink, perhaps consider going for a walk or maybe doing some stretches or doing a physical activity of any kind, maybe going play tennis or uh, bicycling or yoga or whatever it is that you like to do. Because this actually, believe it or not, puts you in a better mood and there are psychological and physiological reasons for this. Exercise causes a pituitary gland to flood the body with endorphins. Now endorphins make you happy. They give you a clear sense of vision. They lower, as I said, cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Um, they, they, ha they help you to um, give, give you a sense of clarity. They also give you a, a tremendous amount of energy or a surge of energy, which is why I like to do my exercises in the morning. I mean, every day when I get up, you know, that's part of my morning regimen. And those of you that don't have a power hour, I feel sorry for you. Honestly, I do. Because if you're getting up and you're just diving into the day with this incredible amount of stress because you're rushing through the morning and you're rushing out the door and you're rushing to work and then getting into work and then you're trying to rush through trying to get things done, you're actually setting yourself up for failure. And the whole idea of, you know, overthinking now is just right out the window because now you're going to be overthinking about how you didn't get your job done, how you feel like crap, how you snapped at that person or how you felt, uh, you know, ornery or temperamental. And it's all because of the stress that you bring on yourself. So the power hour that I have starts around 4.30 in the morning and it, it consists of, of, of meditation and a prayer and of exercise and of reading and of listening to things that are going to inspire and empower me. And yes, yes, it takes me a little bit of time in the morning to do that and I have to get up earlier. But if I go to bed earlier, um, you know, to make sure that I'm getting the sleep that I need to have 
which is also important. And I know that's usually the reason why people won't get up early. It's a payoff in the end because the way that I feel when I'm finished with it and the way that I've set up my, my body chemistry, the neurochemicals, the, the mindset, the, the clarity that I have in the morning, it is well, well, well worth the effort to do that. But even if you get home from the day and you're overthinking on the day and, and the things that have happened, then to, you know, to take some time to go for a walk and to unwind with some sort of physical activity is far better than just flopping on the couch and turning on the remote and just paging through these mindless, you know, programs that actually are probably hurting you more than helping you is, is definitely not the solution to this. It's not going to fix anything. And, you know, Brent Henry Ford says, and I so believe it, if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always gotten. So, back to what I was saying. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. No matter what you're down about, a good run or an hour of yoga will make a world of difference. Physical movement or activity will give you a chance to step away from the problem, to, to reframe, to rethink. It'll put you in a better mood because it drops cortisol, increases serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine. And in the long run, will improve your health. So you'll be able to reframe and think about things from a better perspective. And that's what this is all about, okay? Um, and then the last one that I have here is listen to your head or your heart. Uh, for some people who think too much, it's always impossible for us to listen to our hearts. Sometimes, though, it is our heart that can tell us much more than our head can tell us. You know, it, it'll usually, usually, will align with our core values, what was really, truly important to us. It will help us to see things through the eyes of truth and compassion rather than the eyes of maybe objectivity or logic. And sometimes, you know, objectivity and logic can be helpful, but other times it can be incredibly destructive in terms of the decisions that we make, especially if they're involving our relationships or the people that we care about. Do you feel a pang of disappointment when you saw that it made more sense to go with option one? Go with your gut. And, you know, we've heard that many times, but there's some major, major truth to that. Now, am I saying that your gut is right 100% of the time? No, I am not saying that. But I am saying that when we uh, typically rely on just logic, um, you know, or, or, or um, what, what seems to fit with the agenda that's in front of us, it can get us in a lot of trouble. So we need to go with ethics, with boundaries that we have in our hearts, with value systems, with core values, and with the initial you know, reaction that we have about a specific thing that will help us to make that right decision. So I hope that that helps you with this entire series and that ends um, our, our, um, our episodes on this. So I, I would invite you to back tomorrow as we brand, start a brand new series on this. Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine, encouraging you to keep reaching higher. Thank you for joining